I am proud to unveil our detailed plan, Canada's recovery plan. We will secure jobs by recovering the one million jobs lost during the pandemic and more in one year. We will secure accountability by enacting a new anti-corruption law to clean up the mess in Ottawa. That is Aaron O'Toole uh, talking about his entire platform, which they put out on day one, which some say, why would you do that? Is it risky? Well, maybe. I mean, because now the opposition can pick it apart and vilify areas that they will then say there's a hidden agenda. But the 162-page document basically answers every question one might have about what an O'Toole government will look like. And for true blue conservatives, it'll kind of read like a page out of the liberal playbook. I mean, there is a lot of spending. But there are some things that will be very popular. He has a Canada jobs plan to create a million jobs in year one by paying 50% salaries of new hires for six months after wage subsidies are done offering 5% tax credits for investments into business, 25% tax credits for investing in small business, a 50% rebate if you buy food and non-alcoholic drinks for dine-in Monday to Wednesday. Why did you include alcohol, bud? Come on. Uh, 15% tax credit if you vacation in Canada in 2022, a month-long GST holiday at retail stores in the fall. That will be a very popular. I mean, you could go and buy a lot of stuff for, for much cheaper. And then uh, on home affordability, they promise to build a million homes over three years and then offer tax credits of up to six grand for children and child care issues, which goes up against the national $30 billion national child care plan. I want to bring in someone who knows the numbers, understands the numbers, understands how a conservative mind might think. Her name is Chris Sims, Executive Director over at the Canadian Taxpayers Federation in BC. Hello there, lady. Good morning. All right. On first blush, uh, when you I know because you read word for word everything of this, so I know you know this uh, platform. What's your initial thought? Well, initially, it doesn't look like they've got a real path back to balance. Uh, they say vaguely that they want to get the budget balanced within the next 10 years or so, but they don't actually have the numbers and the charts to show it. Now, when we bring that up to them, they'll say something along the lines of, well, the parliamentary budget officer has this in his hot little hands, and he's going mm-hmm. to be tossing it out soon. So as of right now, uh, the numbers don't look great as far as fiscal conservatism goes. And, when it and comes I should to point out that Yves Giroux yeah. has already said that it is a snap election. They will not have time to cost out these platforms. So th- there is exactly. also that. Just uh, but go on. Exactly. For any of the parties, to be fair, uh, mm-hmm. saying that he won't have time. He's going to run out of runway here. So that's a concern because there's a lot of good door knocky stuff here, as we put it. Uh, little boutique tax credits here and there. You mentioned the GST holiday. Uh, there's also for vacationing within Canada. There's a little bit of a break there. Um, So that works on the doorstep, but we're not really convinced that that helps average Canadians. What we wanted to see here was broad-based tax reductions. So, for example, an income tax reduction, a reversal on their previous reversal on the carbon tax. Um, As you know, previously, the Conservative Party was against the carbon taxes. Then there was a huge 180, and Aaron O'Toole is now in favour of two carbon taxes. I need to stress this. I'm calling you from B.C., 
Out here, mm-hmm. our carbon taxes combined are about 24 cents a litre. He wants to see the same thing there uh, federally. So that's going to be about 18 bucks in carbon taxes to fill up your minivan and about 30 bucks in carbon taxes to fill up a light duty pickup truck. That's a major yeah. element of the cost of living. Same thing. When it's it also a major burr under the saddle of, um, of uh, conservatives um, who hate this tax. Uh, I, the sad reality is you can't be in the running these days without some kind of quote unquote tax to help the climate. Um, and so, the, you know, he ha- you get it's one thing to get nominated as a leader. It's a whole other yep. thing to have to run for the party. But I get that. But is there anything in here then, Chris, for let's say Saskatchewan or Alberta farmers or the grain farmers who have to spend extraordinary sums of money on drying their grain? I mean, it does really hit those outside of downtown Toronto. That is an excellent question, and it's something that he needs to be asked directly because it's vague. So there's language along the lines of we're hoping to be able to provide alternatives for farmers. But that doesn't mean a carve-out. They didn't say carve-out when it comes to, say, the natural gas uh, carbon tax. And you're right, it costs them thousands of dollars. And guess what? We all eat grains. Even if you are a big Mm -hmm. eater, guess what the cattle eats, right? So that increases the cost of food. So what's what's important here, does he mean that they're going to be able to offset the amount of land they own to say this is a carbon sink? and then get some sort of a carbon credit and not have to pay the carbon taxes? Or do they get a carve out for natural grain gas dryers and propane gas dryers for farmers? We don't see that clarity here. Okay. The big one that uh, I think will catch most people's um, attention is this tax credit versus uh, the National Child Care Plan when it comes to, you know, the Liberals versus the Conservatives. Now, the Trudeau Liberals have now signed deals with, I think, eight provinces on some kind of national child care plan. This is an enormous sum of money that we cannot afford, and it has not been explained how we're going to pay for it. They are offering, uh, O'Toole's uh, you know, side is offering 6000 for every parent to choose the kind of child care they want. I prefer, Chris, a choice, because for someone like me who works kind of all over the place, the standard 9 to 5 child care does not work. So that means if it doesn't work for me, it doesn't work for a whole lot of Canadians. So I prefer having a choice. But where does this issue for you uh, go? Does it make sense that they would have thrown this out there given so many provinces has already signed on with Trudeau? Well, with the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, we generally agree with you. Uh, we think that people's lives are extremely complex, just as individuals. And the idea that a big government solution from the top down will solve the problems for folks just doesn't make any sense. So we would ideally like to see more money in the hands of more parents and let them choose. They can either choose daycare, they can choose for one person to stay home, they can choose alternating shifts, so you and your partner are passing ships ships in the night, um, mm-hmm. grandma takes care of them, all sorts of things. Uh, that is what works best, is when you have more money in the hands of more parents, not this whole top-down, one-size-fits-all. We're worried that that's going to get super expensive. They're going to have major long lineups for the daycare wait list. And as we see with healthcare, access to a waiting list mm-hmm. does not equate access to healthcare. Same thing goes for daycare. Yeah, and we already know, certainly in um, Ontario, uh, certainly in a big urban center like Toronto, there there are such a shortage of spaces. It is so yep. hard to get in, and it's very, very expensive. And so is there anything in here? I mean, they, they say they'll cut red tape, which I like. Uh, they're going to overhaul the tax system. What does that mean? 
Uh, great question. So what <laughs> we want to see is the tax code is several hundred pages long. Uh, yeah. That is inevitably going to cost people more money when they actually file their own tax returns, and it's going to complicate factors and allow people to have loopholes who are, you know, living high on the hog overseas, frankly, and aren't paying uh, the taxes that they need to be. So we would like them to simplify the tax code. That's good. If we're trying to look at things that are positive here, uh, they're calling for an end to the media bailout. So that's several hundred million dollars there. That could be a good thing. Uh, We also see some movements towards uh, increased transparency and accountability at the government level. So more access to information, uh, more ability. So, for example, um, deeming that there are going to be more parliamentary officers. So right now we have the parliamentary budget officer. We just spoke about him. They want to see uh, more of those folks. So, for example, veterans ombudsperson, taxpayers ombudsperson, making those folks officers of parliament means that they have summoning capabilities and they can demand answers from officials. That's a good thing for transparency. Yeah, they want to go after corruption. They want to go after ethics. They want that. Those are some very good things that don't generally get a lot of attention in a campaign, but they are smart because uh, we do need true independent audits of all these departments. Clearly, Um, if you were advising them, which you are not, what do you put in the window? um, You know that will excite new voters to look at Aaron O'Toole, but not totally irritate the base. What in here kind of popped out to you? Uh, great question. So more of the affordability element. So if oh, they can yeah. understand... Let, and- let, me, let me interrupt you because I wanted to get details on this. There was something in there about home ownership and investment. Can you explain that to me? Yeah. So they're looking at, in some ways, reducing the amount of fees and red tape around home ownership. They've also, this is important, explicitly said, no home equity slash capital gains tax on the sale of Mm -hmm. your home. That means um, that this notion that they've been sniffing around, the Fed's been sniffing around looking for about $7 billion on taxing you on the sale of the only home you own, they've stated outright they're not going to do that. So that helps. So, yeah, they're looking at reducing red tape and possibly reducing the building fees when it comes to actually being able to afford your house. What the indicator here, though, is, and we have to be careful, that shouldn't mean building, quote-unquote, affordable housing that's run by the government. That will get expensive fast, and it's going to result in major problems. What we do want to see is more money in the hands of home builders and people who want more homes. So, for example, here in B.C., the PST alone on building supplies adds about yeah. $55,000 to the build of one house, from the concrete up to the shingles. If they make moves like that, that could actually start uh, increasing our supply. That's the sort of things we want to see. Okay, and, and I interrupted you rudely. Um, yeah. what, would you be put, what would you be putting in the window? We would put affordability in the window. So explaining, for example, that high taxes, including carbon taxes, we wish they would put that back in there, high taxes, uh, inflation, right, that debt spending, because we have to borrow more money at interest, is going to reduce your buying power at the store. We think that should be in the window. So knocking up and knocking the door and saying, hey, has life gotten more affordable for you? Yes or no? It's almost always no. And say, this is how we're going to help. We can take this off of your monthly bills. That's really important. And if they can communicate that, they'll get more people on board. And just got to say that the front cover, that's a smart, (laughs) snazzy cover. No, really got a lot yesterday. 
It did, it got a huge amount of attention. I think it got more attention than the actual content, but uh, they they Aaron O'Toole is not known. So if you're a a woman or just looking at this guy for the first time, you're saying, oh, he's not some stodgy old suit. Uh, he's uh, in shape. But yeah, it's funny that you you point that out. All right, so I'll put you in the category like, of the cover looked like Men's Health and McLean's yeah. magazine got together and had a baby. <laughs> there you go. There you go, baby with a brain. All right, got to let you go, Chris. Always appreciate your insight and uh, intel on these matters. Appreciate it. Likewise. Thank you. Chris uh, Sims is the executive director at the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, so I always kind of go to her because she really knows how to break these issues down and bring them to street level, as we like to say.